is back. Jonathan, welcome back from somehow managing to take three weeks off to go to WordCamp US. Luke, it's good to be back. And you seem to do just fine without me. How was it? I had a great it? time with Joshua. I think I was thinking, how would you feel about being permanently replaced? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'd miss you too much. But I'm glad you guys had a good time. We could give Josiah a go, your other WordPress-related brother. Yeah, it was actually one of the highlights for me of uh, getting going out to DC. Is he was there as well? Oh and, yeah, and uh, it was great going up to registration and seeing my brother Josiah there volunteering and uh, making the WordCamp experience a great one. Yeah, next time we should have a, a world after party. Ah, with or without alcohol? <laughs> well, I think uh, in this case it can be without alcohol, although generally I think it's a good idea to include alcohol at WordCamp after parties. I was a fan of it not being served this time around. I'm curious to understand more about the thinking behind it. I'm not sure if it was a venue-specific restriction or or a budget restriction, but uh, I actually quite enjoyed it. Um, but that's easy for me to say. I heard it was a, just a misunderstanding. It was alcohol-free and instead of free alcohol. <laughs> so WordCamp was excellent, with or without the alcohol. And yeah, I it was uh, it, it was great. Like it was interesting for me to kind of come full circle on the WordCamp US cycle, right? Like last year, I was on the organizing team, helping out with sponsors. This time, not involved at all, but involved enough previously to have a good appreciation, as you already know, about a lot of the details that go into WordCamps. And while there's always things that can be better, all considered, I thought it was a, a great experience. Yeah, well done to the volunteer organization team. I'm looking forward to WordCamp Asia in Taipei this next time around. Are you going to be there? Yeah, planning to be there. I think it will be a good time, especially if there is uh, sufficient amounts of alcohol at the after party, which I you know, expect that there will be. You know, Josepha said that they're going to be experimenting with different WordCamp um, ideas and different approaches. Maybe this was just one of those failed experiments. Who knows? But I'm looking forward to Taipei. I think it'll be really good. I've never been to Taiwan before. And, uh, you know, if it's anything like Thailand, the last WordCamp Asia, it should be a good time. I'm looking forward to it. We'll have CloudFest then two weeks after, which is going to be great. And then WordCamp Europe next year is going to be in Italy, which uh, I've never been to. So I'm, I'm quite excited about that. We've got a good work uh, circuits of major WordCamps and... I'm going to start attending some of the smaller ones as well. I'm planning to go to WordCamp Atlanta uh, next month. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward. It's, it's like, it's obviously the world is never going to be the same post COVID. So I appreciate the, you know, the care that people were putting into things. It's also nice to have this semblance of like, okay, we're getting back to normalcy. This WordCamp US compared to last was like quite a bit larger. And I just, I really enjoyed it. Uh, enjoyed it, and it's also good to be back. Yeah, so it's good to have you. What's new? What have you been? What have you been reading about in WordPress, Jonathan? Uh, I enjoy reading the Tavern. Uh, it's a it's a good place to sort of catch up on things. Um, I've not yet read the new Milestones book. Have you seen that? No. Or the latest chapters, realize. rather, in the Milestones book. Yeah, it's been a long yeah. time since I so picked that one up. That's just on GitHub, right? They over, yes, on GitHub, they've added several new chapters to it. So 
Um, I'm kind of excited to pick that up again. Uh, that's my WordPress specific read. So generally I read the repository that, uh, that Ray uh, curates, check out the tavern and then uh, works that people do, including the milestones book. How about you? What have you been reading these days? Uh, the make WordPress blog is my go-to, you know, I subscribe to a couple of different ones there. Uh, keep up with things more directly, I guess. And then when we need something to talk about, then that's when I pull up the tavern. Have you read about the security vulnerabilities that have been recently reported? Yeah, I, I've been keeping an eye on things in the security space. So it's been fun watching Oliver and the patch stack team over the past couple of years, contributing more and bringing more into the mix. So uh, that was, uh, yeah, it's, it, I have mixed feelings about the space generally. Um, Cause it, it's, it's a, uh, there's a fine line I find with some of these things of like how how serious do you take them, uh, how how much weight should we be putting on plugin authors who are already many of them volunteering, yet there's this overall sense that I've had of like we do need to mature in this area. So I really appreciate folks like Patch Jack who are pushing and bringing things to attention. How has it been for you on the plugin review team, like be on the other side of this type of stuff coming in? Yeah, it's a really, it's a difficult tension because on the one hand, we have over a thousand plug, new plugins to review, right? It's a huge queue and it's growing. We're, we're not making much progress on it. Part of that is because nobody's working on it with like a full-time position, right? Whereas it used to be that that one person basically and, and a few other, um, I think it was a team size of four people, but one person full-time and a few other helpers were doing all of the plugin review. And now the team is seven, eight, nine, something like that. And everyone is just part-time and we are not making even close to the amount of review progress that Mika used to make before she left. So that is difficult. And I'm looking at the moment for someone, because Jonathan, I'm, I'm now working fractional, as you know. And so looking for part-time gigs a day a week two days a week doing core contributions if anybody was interested in sponsoring that and i'm on the plug and review team so i really want to get stuck into this queue and finding time for it is is difficult when it's not sponsored time that's not to say i don't put in any time at all i'm putting in maybe a half day each week and that's just not quite enough especially like with lots of different people doing that but anyway, just to come back to your original question of the security reviews, that's specifically my responsibility. I'm not looking at new plugin reviews. I'm looking at security reviews. So what happens is, and this is the second time in a few months that this has happened, PatchStack just do a blitz. They go, here's a whole bunch of security things, and they send it all to us. And we have to just take down all of those plugins. We don't take down the large plugins there's a certain limit of installs and so if there's if a plugin has over a certain amount of installs then we give them two weeks to resolve the issue if they have less than a certain amount of installs then we just close the plugin so it can't be installed on new sites there's some criticism there maybe we shouldn't be closing it because that means it can't get updates uh, automatically um, but we do close it and then the, the author will update the plugin, email us, email me and, and one other person, 
who's helping with who's helping me and we'll review their changes make sure that they resolve the security issue that was sent by patch stack and then if they do we'll reopen the plugin so there's like a secondary review involved and you can imagine with like a whole bunch of reviews all at once so over 70 or 80 uh security problems it's like suddenly this huge amount of work of having to close all these plugins and then review hopefully 80 new submissions of here i fixed it and having to check that it's all fixed it's a lot of work and it's it really sucks for plugin authors that it's done kind of all at once like this because it means that now your plugin is closed and it's not going to be opened for four to six weeks while we just, like even if you submit a patch straight away, you know, while we just go through the backlog, you, you might be unlucky and, and not get looked at until towards the end. And it's going to be a while to, until we can open your plugin again. And that's, and, and that's not including all of the new plugin back, backlog that we had. Because if I wasn't, if there were no security reviews to do, which, you know, typically you, you're going to get trickling security reviews, like people individually reporting two, three each week. And you can easily stay on top of that. But 70 yeah. plus in one go, it's a different story. Is there anything that you would do different based on this experience? Because, yeah, like I have a couple of thoughts on it, but like is there any obvious change that you think would make it more more manageable? I don't know. A lot of these a lot of these security vulnerabilities are security vulnerabilities that are pretty low priority, right? Like they're always, always verified by patch stack. They're not theoretical. Uh, you know, it's not like we're just doing a code scan and saying, oh, there's no nonce used here. Therefore they're all actually verified by patch stack and, and have reproducible steps, but some of them are pretty minor. And a lot of plugin authors get upset by their plugins being closed for such minor things. It'll be something like uh, you uh, a security vulnerability could be that if you knew a special uh, code, if you maybe had some already access to the site, you could design a link that you could then maybe get an administrator to click on while they're logged in, and then that would let you write to the database or something like that. So yeah, it's it is a vulnerability, but I feel like maybe if we could organize these by priority somehow, if there was some, there's in security vulnerabilities, there's the reported by patch stack and anyone else really, there's no urgency indicator, you know, no, no priority indicator, yeah. no indication. Well, this how, is the part that troubles vulnerability me. Is. A bit here that it's that this difference in incentives because it's it's impressive. So if I think about what Patch Stack cares about or someone who's in the security business, right? Like there's this like oh we just found 404 vulnerabilities and and affecting 1.5 million, and so there's a few different things to consider. So one we're, we're appreciative of that. That's great because we can solve that. But there's a it's it's a bit of a simplification of the overall picture. There's also this question of like what's the narrative about WordPress, like and its sort of level of security. But I wonder if there is, yeah, like, is there an incentive for them to do this all at once versus presumably because they're also doing the steps to verify you guys could have an advance notice that this is coming or have it a bit more like staggered out. Uh, I don't know. Uh, obviously, it's newer territories. We're developing these processes. So I'm, I'm appreciative that it is a problem. 
I'm sorry for for you and the team there that you you it kind of gets dropped uh, in on you. But it sounds like you guys are are working your way through it as best you can, given the resources that you've got. Yeah, and and also sometimes it would help if plugin authors were to just be able to communicate directly with patch stack as opposed to with the review team. I understand why they're why they're communicating with the review team. Uh, because we're the one that closed the plugin and emailed them about it. And Patchstack, I think they also they also get an email from Patchstack. But one of the things Patchstack does, which is fantastic, is since they reported the review, they sort of keep an eye on the changelog. And if they see the changelog has updated, then they will go in and they will update their review, their, their report and say, oh, it's, it's all sorted, you know, it's no longer an issue. Now, that doesn't help me very often because there can't be a changelog update until uh, the plugin has been reopened. So it only affects me on plugins that weren't closed because they have a lot of installs and uh, then also haven't been looked at and Patchstack got to it before me. And in those cases, I can just say, oh, Patchstack says it's fixed, so then I've fixed it. So, So maybe there's something there that we could... Okay. So here's the deal. So I appreciate that you and the team are working on that. That's an important area. And it's great to see some resources there. You're looking for some sponsors to help cover some more time on that. And I'm sure you'll get that soon. I have a bit of a conflict of interest here because you and I just recently started working together in Gildenberg. So like, I want to see you get the sponsorship and I'm hoping that we can help facilitate that so you can put more into it and grow that team. I'm also really excited about the work that you and I are doing directly uh, on Gildenberg, which has been uh, a long time coming. So yeah, this is uh, that's been another highlight for me of the past couple of weeks is sorting that out with you. And, and while yesterday was technically your first day, uh, it's effectively my the first today because your Sunday was my Monday, uh, et cetera. So, or the other way around, your Monday was my Sunday. So it's uh, it's great to have you on board with this uh, this Gildenberg foray of ours. I'm excited to see what we do next with it. It's nice to be diving into your thinking on Gildenberg and being in a position to be able to maybe gently point out some of the gaps and uh, implementation details because you know Jonathan, you're you're high level thinker, uh, which is good and and well you're, you're well suited to that and in a role that suits that. So I'm excited about Gildenberg because it's really at an implementation phase now. It's been, Gildenberg has been in idea phase and sales phase. And now we get to start actually doing the work. 